Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this Build new- a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, you got Jay. Going to be a fun episode this week. We got one of our sponsors sitting in with us, giving us an update on what's going on. Um, but here, let me, I gotta, I gotta open up my ad copy here. <laughs> Quickly. Got, it, got, got, got it ready. It just no turned worries, off. No worries, man. You get there um, fast. But. Huge shout out to our sponsors, yes, bandzoogle.com, who's going to be joining us as soon as we're done with this intro. Um, and we want to take a quick moment, and we talk about this more with Dave Cool from Bandzoogle in a few minutes, but we want to congratulate Bandzoogle members for surpassing $100 million in commission-free sales of music, merch, wow. and tickets through their websites. $100 million in sales that had no commissions taken out of it. Just imagine, you know, 15% commission on a hundred million dollars. That was, that could have been money in an artist's pocket. So um, Banzoogle makes it very easy to build a stunning website and online store for your music in minutes. All the features you need are already built in, including dozens of fully customizable templates, tools to sell your music, merch, and tickets commission-free mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, integrations with Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, Bands in Town, and more. So you can easily add content from your other online profiles. And of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Plans at bandzoogle.com start at only $8.29 a month, which includes hosting of your website and your own free custom domain name, you own that custom domain name. It's yours, even if you eventually leave Banzoogle. Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners, head over to banzoogle.com, sign up to try it for free for 30 days. Use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, and you will save an additional 15% off the first year of any subscription. It's banzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And of course, thank you to discmakers.com. We all know it's a digital world we're living in, but there's still such an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and even t-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers is the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and of course, t-shirts. So we got an offer for all of our listeners. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. Jay. Kind of dropped it the hint earlier. That's but all right. Who's That's joining right. us today? Today we're joined by our friend and colleague Dave Cool. Yes, that's his real name. He's got the greatest name in show business, Dave Cool. 
And he's from Banzoogle. And it's always a good time, always a good conversation. I always learn something when we talk with Dave. Yeah. So let it roll and we'll see everybody at the Podcast. end. Com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your Today we're joined by our friend Dave Cool. Yes, that's his real name. He's the Chief Relationship Officer at Banzoogle. What a great title, Chief Relationship Officer. I love that. Uh, Dave, always a pleasure to talk to you. How are you today? I'm good, Jane. Good to see you, Michael. Always great to talk great, to you guys. Great to see you, Dave. So, yeah. so, so, so let's... On, on behalf of uh, Music Biz Weekly and all of our listeners, congratulations on $100 million in commission-free revenue for your artists. Huge. Huge. Yeah, thank milestone, you. Milestone, yeah. man. Big milestone for our members. You know, it's it's a big number. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something to celebrate. Um, and we're so proud of the fact that, you know, all of that revenue that's generated through Bainzoogle, whether it's merch, music, digital music, subscriptions, donations, you name it, it's all 100% goes towards the artists themselves. It goes Who does the, that? Like, I don't know if any other artists. platform that basically you're saying to them, look, any of this commerce that you're generating, this all this revenue goes to you. You don't take a bite of any of those. No, exactly. It's funny, whenever we announce a milestone like this, some of our members will be like, but why don't you though? Like you could make some extra money. We're like, well, you know, that's not our business model. And that's fine. Like there's other businesses that do that and that's their business model. But for Banzoogle from day one, it, it was very important uh, that the platform not take any money from artists that are using the platform. We, you know, we charge a monthly subscription free. It's not a free service. It's, you know, it's, you are paying a monthly subscription or annual, but you get an all-in-one platform included and e-commerce built in that is commission free. So yeah, we're we're thrilled for our members. There's a lots of interesting data that came out of researching like what went into that 100 million dollars and you know, Banzoogle launched their first e-commerce feature in 2006. It was an MP3 download. Wow. You know, feature just a, a simple thing so musicians could sell their tracks or albums through their website which was you know, a big deal at the time. It was pretty yeah. early days. Um, so that hundred million is, it's a historical figure. Like that's all in from, you know, almost 20 years of being, of powering websites for musicians. Power, but over just over half of that hundred million came in the last five years. So oh, wow. the huge chunk has come in the last yeah. five years. And then there's a bunch of reasons for that. Like, you know, Bansuegel has definitely grown, of course, but not, not at that. I, I wish I could say we grew at that pace in five years. We did not but our members sales did and you know we're adding more tools so musicians are taking advantage of those new tools of course but also i think thanks to people like you guys and and, and others who are teaching musicians and and kind of showing them a roast of, of not only doing it themselves but being more savvy with direct to fan marketing and e-commerce mm -hmm. and so they're becoming more adept at going and out to their fans and driving those sales directly yeah. and so we've definitely seen that trend over the last five years which is before we get exciting. too deep into this dave let's you and i you know we go back you and mike go back we know what you do but let's do this for someone who's never heard of banzoogle or maybe heard us talk about banzoogle talk about for, for the basics what is banzoogle so you know on the base of it, it's an oh, it's a website platform for musicians. It's you use Bainzoogle to build your own proper professional website. 
Um, so it's not a profile online. It's not like, you know, bandzoogle.com slash or myband.bandzoogle, you know, it's your own proper domain name that you own and control. So that's, you know, Bandzoogle started with that, that simple idea of making it easy to build your own website as a musician, because it was founded by a musician who was used, who was a web designer, Chris Vincent. He was a musician up here in Montreal, Canada, playing in a rock band that was very popular up here at the time. And he got hired by the record label to build out websites and got overwhelmed with requests to like update the bio, add this gig date, do this, add this photo. And so he built a control panel uh, and gave everyone a login and said, just do it yourself. And then everyone stopped bugging him. <laughs> and he was like, wait, <laughs> other musicians might need this. And so Banzuka was actually founded at the same time in parallel with, with uh, platforms like WordPress and Squarespace. No one knew the others that were out there, but they all started around 2003, 2004. Banzuka was yeah. late 2003. And so Banzuka would start out as a website platform, build a professional website, list your gigs, add your bio, things like that. But then it, it's... You know, especially since and in 20, almost 20 years now of just adding functionality, we reinvest into our platform, into development. And since Stacey Bedford became CEO back in 2018, she was actually the very first support technician hired at the company Wow! and really? worked her way up. And you guys had her on the podcast. Yeah. I think it was last year or maybe mm -hmm. the year before, but, um, you know, she's really transformed the company into, and the platform to a, a full suite, all-in-one direct-to-fan e-commerce platform. Um, and so, you know, you pay a monthly subscription, there's three different plans. You can save money by getting an annual plan and get two months free. And basically it's, you build your website, uh, you get your own proper.com domain name that's included. We don't own that. If you ever, if a musician ever leaves um, for whatever reason, they take the domain with them. We just manage it for them included. You get access to nice. tons of different design templates that you can completely customize the fonts, the colors, the buttons, all the things. You can start with a blank template. It's all super, it's all mobile friendly. Everything works great, looks great on different mobile devices. And you can preview things like on tablet, mobile, desktop, desktop. that kind of thing. And then built-in tools like e-commerce, of course, selling music, selling merch, selling digital merch, uh, built-in monthly fan subscriptions. Uh, you can run your mailing list, collect emails. Uh, and we can get into that, of course, because I know you you both yes. are big proponents of collecting that data. So Absolutely. you can do that through your Banzoogle website. That's included. And again. If a musician, if an artist ever leaves Bandzoogle, that database of fans that they've collected those emails, that goes with them. They they own that. Um, and that's super important for, for artists, maybe more now than ever. But, um, you know, a gig calendar, you can sell tickets to events. Um, we're adding new marketing tools like smart links and landing pages. And so it's really an all-in-one suite of tools uh, for, for musicians that's founded by and run by a bunch of current yes. and former musicians. <laughs> so <laughs> when you talk to our support team, chances are you're talking to a musician because, you know, most summers pre in the, in the before times, uh, before the <laughs> pandemic, um, you know, we had one summer where like half our support team were on tour supporting their new album, but they're able to work during the day doing their shifts at Banzoogle because we're a hundred percent remote company and always have been. Yeah. And then they'd gig at night. So it's, that's, that's the culture you're getting when you're a musician trying Bandzoogle. And I think that really comes through in support and with the functionality and the tools where a generic platform, you're not going to get the the rich functionality in the music player or the, or the gig calendar. You're going to get something very basic and that probably doesn't meet your needs as a musician. So 
That was longer than the elevator pitch. But no, that's, but that's, that's where what Banzigul is, where we came from, and 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 kind of where we are at now. You know, I I think back back to the hundred million. I think it's important for artists, and maybe this is more for the smaller indie artists as opposed to the bigger ones. Although being smart about your money is important to every musician. Um, take a look at how and where you are getting nickel and dimed on commissions across the internet. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, a monthly or a yearly subscription, but I'm talking about, well, Hey, is so-and-so taking 10%, 15%, 20%, and this one's taking another 10% and this one, and you might be shocked to realize how much of your money is going away in commissions to some service or platform that you're using. Yeah. And some, some of them like aren't necessarily super upfront about it either. Like it depends what plan you're on, depends on what percentage they're taking. So you got to keep an eye on all those yeah. nitty gritty details. Um, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. totally you agree. know, the role of a website has evolved and changed um, over time, as you know, better than anyone. I remember it wasn't that long ago where people were putting all sorts of, you know, news and, you know, all these things on their site, but it was always dated. And, you know, someone could find it more quickly just by going to their socials, you know, before they had social integration and things. Tell us about how musicians are using um, Banzoogle, because the way I use it, you know, I built my Your Morning Coffee for the newsletter and the podcast with that, and it works really well for that. I've built, as you know, artist websites with it. And for a lot of the artists that I work with, they really want you off of that site as soon as possible, right? Or they want you to, there's a call to action, like here's tickets, you know, or here's my new music. Let's, you know, I don't want you spending a lot of time exploring. Let's keep it really simple. Here's how you contact me if you want, you know, to book a show or something. Here's the commerce. How are you seeing artists use uh, these sites that they're making with Banzoogle? And, and, and before you start, Dave, I would add to that, you know, the, the evolution of websites over the last 10 plus years has really changed. You know, it used to be um, the website was... And, and, and I should preface this by saying a website's important and you should always have one. But it used to be where you wanted everything to happen. You wanted to throw everybody to your website and stay here as long as you can and make it as sticky as possible. And, it, you know, the artist websites kind of evolved out of what were stale and static EPKs at one time. And then we were like, well, your website is basically your EPK, but let's put news on there and let's drive people back to it. And I almost feel like now websites are evolving a bit back towards not a boring EPK, but they are evolving back towards this is just sort of, it's not a dynamic forever, always changing daily website anymore. It's where you get the basic information on me as an artist. You get photos, you get tour dates, you get all the core stuff because all the dynamic engaging stuff is happening everywhere else out on the internet on all these other social media platforms and and I don't know I just I feel like I'm seeing the websites evolve back to this is where you always know you can find all the links to everything all the information that's updated and and 
go hang out on YouTube to watch the newest videos and go hang out on on Twitter to get into the engagements and the conversation. You know, I kind of feel like that's the course websites have taken. What do you you know, what's your take on that as well? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think you, you you nailed it. And and we are seeing that kind of that trend back. And I'll explain in a second. But, you know, websites still it is still that hub, that that main hub for artists that they own and control that won't go away unless they don't renew their domain name. Um, right. You know, and that's super important because, you know, Twitter, there's like, is it going to exist? Is it going to break? Well, TikTok, I mean, hey, TikTok TikTok be twi- 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 yeah. Twitter went down yesterday for, I think I was reading for a couple hours or so. I mean, and we've all, if you've been anybody who's been experiencing and living in social media for the last few years, we've been through a Facebook outage. We've been through something going on on YouTube. And, and yes, that is to me, the critical part is your website is always there. So if, if you're if you live and breathe on Facebook and it goes down for 24 hours, you're screwed if that's what happens. And I remember when that happened a few years ago. Oh, absolutely. But if you got a website, guess what? You can still do all your business through your website. But even further to that, like how many times has Facebook changed the rules of like how many people what you're allowed your, to do, what you're allowed yeah. to do, how yeah. many people actually see your organic content. Oh, like yeah. All that stuff is out of your control. You don't own that fan database on any of these platforms. Like nope. they, they own that. So, you know, it's still that central hub where you want to drive people back to collect their data, you know, collecting email addresses, you know, run your e-commerce through your own website again. So you can have that data. You can analyze that data. See who your biggest fans are. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is vitally important. And we do still see, a lot of our members using their website as it's basically a professional resume online, like an EPK what, that yep. they use for booking uh, or media outreach or even playlist outreach. So they have something that's a little bit more professional. Um, it's where, the, you know, you list your tour dates, you can sell tickets. Like when I'm looking for an artist's tour dates, I'm not going to their Instagram. I'm going to their website because it's like, First are place. they going to be listing the bio? I'm going to have to click the link in bio and then I have to find the link within the link in bio that takes me. I'm just going to go to their website um, yeah. to find it. And the other component is is the e-commerce component, which is running it, doing it direct to fan, which again, through Banzigal's commission free, which is great. There's other platforms that take a small commission, but even then, at least you're owning the relationship and you're collecting that data. So having e-commerce that you own and control is very important. And the way we're seeing things kind of come back to where websites are not, you know, just kind of the static online resume is, is and this really started to kick up during the pandemic, of course, because artists everyone was stuck at home was the the fan subscriptions so you've you create this online fan club and you're and you're charging a monthly fee to be in this exclusive club and so like one of the first features on Banzigo was our forum feature and it's now becoming popular again because artists are putting that forum in a gated place on their website that only their super fans that are paying that monthly fee can interact with them and with other right. fans. And so it's becoming this more dynamic place for your super fans, not right. everyone. And most of the interactions, of course, are still happening on those, those spokes, those social media platforms yeah. where you're going to engage, yeah. find new fans, you know, that kind of thing. But that core audience, those hardcore super fans, like right. you can create a space for them it on your website and charge for that, for that yeah. exclusivity and that access. And so we started to really see that during the pandemic. And then it's continued after that because artists really, it was really exciting to watch 
artists like being so creative and adapting to the situation and then discovering a whole new side of their business they could run and then continue to do that once they get back on the road. And so now yeah. they have this online fan club and they're back out gigging. Yeah. Um, you know, Adam Ezra is a great example of that, who I believe you guys had on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we did. Yep. Top sellers every year on, on Van Zugel, and it's all direct to fan and he engages his fans through his website. It's really uh, amazing to see yeah. those success stories happening. Yeah. So yeah, getting back to your original point, Michael, is like we've seen that that sh- that kind of shift back and forth. And it's it's so funny that we're we're thinking of updating our forum feature. That's so great. You know, that, the thing that, that jumps yeah. out at me there <laughs> is you said, you know, this ownership, fan ownership. And I think that's key to success these days. And I'm seeing artists that by finding those, you know, that street team, those core fans, they're the ones that are going to support you. And, you know, it's great to give them early looks at things. It's it's great to get them engaged because they will be your advocates. And I think owning fans you know, because then if Facebook goes down, you still have that relationship with your fan. That's why Mike and I are so big on email lists. I, it doesn't sound sexy, but it, it still works. And one of the things I wanted to touch on that I found success through Banzoogle. Yeah, you've got all of these things, you know, uh, the email list and the commerce and tickets and all these things. But is uh, two things. One, kind of the fan club, but also experiences you know, where it's not your typical CD or t-shirt. It may be you go record shopping with the artist or you do a piano lesson with the artist or you're only limited by your own imagination. And that's an area where I think you've got that functionality. And what I love about, you know, Banzoogle is that I deal with a lot of musicians. And when I when I ask for support uh, through Banzoogle, not only is it really fast, but it's it's people that understand what musicians are going through. Oh, absolutely. And and we take any suggestions. Anytime someone, a, a member of ours comes to us and says, hey, I'm trying to do X. And we're like, oh, well, we can't really do it that way, but we'll log it as a suggestion. Like we have, we use Basecamp to like manage our projects with a remote company. And we have a whole project dedicated to our member feedback and our CEO Stacy, along with the developers review that regularly and have been for years. So like our platform, there's so much detail that goes into all the functionality of the features because we're constantly taking feedback from musicians who are using the platform and our own staff who use the platform. Um, so you'll notice these little improvements here and there that are happening because it, it's constant. It's con- we're constantly deploying new functionality based on what musicians are trying to do and what they would like to do on their website. So yeah, appreciate that. What, what Dave, what are, what are some of the more interesting user suggestions that have been logged that you guys, you know, not necessarily have rolled out or even have put into an actual development cycle yet, but you're like, wow, this is interesting because, you know, I guess what I'm trying to get a feel is, you know, you got pre pandemic, you got pandemic, you got post pandemic, what are some of the interesting things where you guys might sit here and go, geez, we never even thought about that as a feature, but that's actually pretty interesting and pretty, pretty cool that, you know, we've gotten two requests for it and it's worth some more evaluation. Is there anything that you're seeing interesting? Oh, geez, that's a great question. I don't know if there's anything. Or, 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 or I guess on the other side, are a lot of them still very, basic level 
Like I just need to do this with tour dates. I need to do this with music. I need to do this with an email. And it's, and it's just enhancing the basic feature sets. There's a lot of that, that I would say that's probably the majority of it. Um, but you know, it's not something that we hadn't thought of, but it's definitely something that be, became increasingly more important to our members, which is having more automation and more advanced marketing functionalities. So, you know, this past year, uh, we're a small team. Like we, you know, we have less than 30 staff, maybe 27 people at Banzoogle. And so, and, and we give off the impression that we're a lot bigger than we are. And people are like, why isn't this done yet? We're like, well, <laughs> we're, we're a small team of musicians. You know, we, we've never, we've, we've been bootstrapped since day one. Uh, we've never taken venture capitalist money, no investors, no angel investors, all that. It's a different, it's a different approach. So we don't have, you know, this development team of 200 staff, you know, working around the clock, but we have a core team that are amazing and we punch way, way above our weight class. And, you know, adding marketing functionality to the platform is something that, you know, we want to do. And again, as musicians are becoming more savvy with direct-to-fan engagement and marketing, we added smart links. So, you know, link and bio smart links, this is nothing new. Um, and a lot of our members use those different, there's so many different platforms out there that, that provide it with varying degrees of functionality and, and feature sets. But, sure. you know, we added our version of it into the platform again, based on just popular demand and also to give artists and our members the opportunity to have smart links and kind of a link in bio that drives people back to their domain, not some other platform's domain uh, where you're, you have a profile on their platform, but they're, you're driving people back to your website and then you can put your direct fan e-commerce front and center and then list out the other stuff that you want to, depending on the, the campaign. So that was one one thing that we launched. And then the other one is landing pages, which is, um, we just added some functionality to that, which I'll get into in a second, but essentially it's just a, it's a blank page that has no header, no menu. Um, so it doesn't matter what template you're using, it, it's just gonna be a blank page. And and the, the reason for landing pages is to create a page that focuses, you know, maybe on one maximum two calls to action, maybe. Uh, maybe tour dates would be the exception, but so let's say you're selling a new album, selling a new piece of merch, um, have a big show coming up, you're running a crowdfunding campaign, wherever the case might be. Sign up you for my email. Sign up for my email list. That's a, yeah, that should probably be the first one on the list. Thank you. Um, just a focus page on a focused call to action. And we added, so add the functionality to have a blank page, which is, you know, yeah. harder than you would think on a platform that's templated, but you know, we, we got that part done. You can add whatever features you want to the page, although we recommend just keeping it very, very simple. And we have different templates pre-designed that place features on the page for our members. The other component of that is page level data, which we did not have before. We had like site level data and like visitors and all that stuff. But for each individual page now, for landing pages, you can see uh, the traffic, the links, uh, the clicks, and then we've just I think that's added... super important, Dave. Sorry to cut you off. I think that's super important. And that was really my next question was to ask about what you're talking about. And I'd love you to dig a little deeper in that. Um, if you have a Banzoogle site, talk about the dashboard and talk about some of the information, useful information that you can glean from that. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we've always had reports built in reports, although you can connect to Google Analytics. 
Um, and this page level data uses Google Analytics. We pull in that info there. Um, but we add in our own data. So like music streams, music downloads, sales, whether it's music, merch, whatever, mailing list signups. So all that data is in the reports tab. But now you can get data on, on a per page level. And so that's important. So let's say you create a landing page where you're trying to sell tickets to a show and you run some Instagram ads you know, using that landing page as the link, you can now measure, you know, the impact of those campaigns using that page level data, because we just announced today, uh, we've added conversion data to that. So now all the e-commerce data for each of those pages, you can now get in a simple glance. So, you know, we're gradually adding more functionality and more tools for this, this marketing set. And, you know, we're going to continue to expand on that um, in 2023 to add more, more functionality, more automation, I would say, um, to help artists with once they do convert, then you will going to want to keep in touch with those people that converted. And how do you do that in a seamless, you know, for those way. that don't know, Dave, talk a little bit about um, what is conversion and why is that important? I mean, I hate to be so pedantic, but yeah, a lot of no, these terms we throw out, um, so no. not everybody knows what they mean. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, let's say you're trying to sell tickets to a show and you're running an Instagram ad and someone clicks on the ad and reaches the landing page, you know, a conversion is if they buy a ticket. Um, you'll be able to see the data, you know, how many people visited the site, uh, the, the page, mm -hmm. and then how many converted. So how many visited versus how many visited and bought a ticket. Yeah. And so you're going to, you'll be able to see very clearly how effective your campaigns are based on that data, or maybe the landing page, maybe the ad wasn't effective and people aren't even clicking, not even clicking to the page. And so you're, you know, you're spending X amount and you're just not getting any traffic to the page. So you can use, and we've got, you know, we're building out a bunch of educational materials and blog posts and, and um, case studies uh, to help artists kind of navigate these new tools because uh, it's new for our members. I mean, these, these tools absolutely exist out there, of course. Um, but it's, it's new functionality, new features for Bandzoogle members. And we, you know, my first job at Bandzoogle 11 years ago was to blog for the platform to educate musicians. And, and that's still, we have a team of people doing it now. And that's still a, a big part of what Bandzoogle does is artist, artist education. So this is a new piece yeah. of, you know, we're getting into, you know, you have your professional website, you can sell stuff on your website. That's great. Now, how do you market that stuff to your fans? And yeah. Let, let, Dave, Dave, real quick, just yep. so I'm we're we're clear. That conversion data is only there if you're selling the ticket using the Bandzoogle platform, or you're selling the merch or the music. So if you've got a landing page, but it's got a a buy ticket or buy music link that takes you to Amazon or Ticketmaster, you don't get the conversion data because. Obviously, Banzoogle doesn't have hooks into these third-party platforms to get that data back. Correct. We do not. Uh, so that, that's a good point. It's, it's for our built-in tools. Um, you'll get the click data. You'll know that people sure. click clicked to this Amazon. link. You click this link, and then you'll have to check your, your sales you know, yeah. um, through, through that outside. And, 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 and I'm assuming, you know, and some of these third-party platforms will allow you to create links and or um, um, conversion parameter tracking code, so to speak, that you mm -hmm. tag onto the end of a URL. Mm -hmm. Banzoogle will work fine if you tag that parameter onto the end of that URL 
that way you might be able, that way you would probably get the conversion date on the third party site. Correct. Yeah. Not everybody does that. Again, keep in mind, you know, some of these bigger sites aren't going to give you access into any of that. They're very protective of that data. Right. Yeah. Yeah, hey, sure. Dave, talk a little bit about your blog. You just mentioned it. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I grab sure. those articles all the time and run them in your morning coffee. We share those with folks. Um, it, I didn't realize that you kind of started off doing that. But talk about that knowledge base and some of the topics that you cover in your blog. Yeah, it's um, basically I've been blogging already um, fairly regularly. Um and I was approached because I had released like a free ebook for musicians. I was getting into blogging and, and I was burned out from being a, a booker at two venues up here in Montreal. And I just mm -hmm. was taking some time to like spew my thoughts on live shows and booking and that whole world. And, and uh, the CEO at the time approached me and said, Hey, why don't you take what you're doing? Just do it for band Zoogle. And I was like, ah, I'm burned out, man. I just quit a job. I, I I'm, doing my own thing. I will give you whatever content I write, but I'm not looking for a job. And luckily he was persistent. And uh, <laughs> I, I started, I started blogging for them like once a week kind of thing. And, you know, I ended up, I think writing over 1200 wow. posts That's uh, crazy. for the platform over the years range. I mean, everything, That's a lot. it's a lot, it's a lot. I don't write anymore. Um, and I don't even over like I technically oversee the team that oversees the blog, but I'm not as involved day to day. But we have amazing Melly Keeley, our director of communications. She was my right hand for many years at Banzoogle, and she's taken the reins of the blog. So does a great job. Great, she does an amazing job. And you know, it's of course the core stuff is like website design tips and our new templates and how to customize and and things like that and how to build an EPK and all. We have we have some evergreen content that's core educational content. But we have tons of guest writers that write on songwriting and production, and it really ranges, um, you know, making yeah. beats and, and all these different topics that are touching musicians and producers. We try to have kind of best in class content. We don't blog every day. We, we release content twice a week, and we try to make sure that whatever we're publishing is 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 best in class, best, you know, advice that we can put out there for musicians. So that's still, I really, we've really appreciate that you share those, those blog articles. Um, it's a very, it's, it's a, a popular blog. Um, you know, it's, it's something that's so important to us is to share knowledge with musicians trying to navigate this wacky yeah. industry that we're all in. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate that you, well, that, Look, we are, Mike and I always say, you know, like this industry has changed while we've been having this conversation. So the fact that you guys are <laughs> continually educating and what I've noticed is you'll put out something and this may be from five years ago, but you'll put it back out as a reminder or you'll update it um, going forward because we learn these lessons over again. So we always, so every year we look back and say, okay, what, what content, it's, it's a process, but like what content will need to be updated and should be updated when things change. And so we, we make a list and, and that's kind of our core evergreen content, which grows every year. And we make sure that those are getting updated so that if a musician searches for a specific topic and lands on our blog posts, that we're showing them the latest information that's, that's up to date, not something from 2017 or, or whatever. So it's a lot of time and effort goes into, um, into the, the Banzoogle blog for sure. Dave, what's what's Banzoogle's philosophy about um, 
making, not making, but encouraging your, your, your artists to utilize your built-in tools versus Banzoogle adding hooks to third-party tools, the bands and towns, the Banzoogles, mm -hmm. you know, that, that might be providing services that you actually offer built in, mm -hmm. but artists, for whatever reason, might be using it. What, what's your philosophy? Uh, we're pretty we play nicely with others that treat musicians well <laughs> um and at the base level bandzoogle is a website platform and we know that artists are using some of these other tools and want to use them in conjunction with their website because bands in town might have functionality that that we don't have and, and we're not adding anytime soon or they just like to have everything in one place that can be you know uh, automated you know onto their other platforms so we have tons of integrations. So we have an integration with Bands in Town, of course. Um, so you can do all your ticket selling and show listing through them. Um, we have an integration with Bandcamp. We're the only website platform that has that. And then even though we do our own e-commerce for digital music and merch, you know, some artists prefer to have everything in one place. And that one place is Bandcamp. And there's good reason for that. Like there's there's a whole music discovery component to Bandcamp that we don't have. Right. We're, no we're powering the back end. You won't know you're on a Banzoogle website um, right. as a fan, but fans go to Bandcamp, like a, it's an online record store, the biggest one in the world. And if you're going to discover music, like you want to make sure that, you know, as an artist that you have your music, we encourage our artists to, uh, our members to be on Bandcamp because there is that music discovery component. And so if you want to have everything through one place in terms of sales, especially uh, indie record labels, use that integration probably more than 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 artists on our platform, just because they they probably have a bunch of artists and they want all the sales going through one platform. And instead of having to re-upload everything through Bandzoogle, you just put the URL for each album and it it just skins it to match your template no matter what. If you change the design, the colors, you won't have to worry about anything. It's going to look like it's designed into your site, but it's being the streams and downloads are happening through Bandcamp. Yeah. And so those are two examples of Bands in Town and Bandcamp that are big ones. We have integration with SoundCloud, Gig Salad uh, for like private gigs and things like that, reviews, uh, Airbit for beat makers, um, because there's some functionality that we don't go far enough for some beat producers and Airbit has that functionality. And so as long as it's an ethical company that's been around for a while, like we we're frustrating to deal with if you're a startup. Because we've been around for almost twenty years, and I want to well, know uh, that yeah. you're. I want to know if you're going to be around in five if, years. If, if, yeah, I mean that that's that's fair. I mean, if Banzoogle is going to make a commitment of time and and resources and money to code and integration, you want to know that a week after that integration is launched on Banzoogle, that third party company didn't close up shop because they couldn't get funding. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful who you uh, who you partner yeah. with. So, you know, so they have to be this... a long time. Yeah, you know, they have to be around for a while. They have to be musician friendly, and even if there's some of that competitive element, like Bandcamp or like competitive, I say that you know that's loosely similar functionality. Then that's fine because we want our members to be able to build a site that that uses the tools that they're using and makes it easy for them to accomplish that. And I imagine so that I, evolves I, over time, right? Absolutely. So, so at, at, at the core, then, if a musician signs up for a Banzoogle website, they don't have to use any of these features that you provide them, the commission-free features, all these built-in, the bells and whistles. They could just use it to build a website. And just like if you built a WordPress website, you're going to have to 
drop in all the hooks and links to everybody else. You're welcome to do that if that's what you wanted to do on Banzoogle. There's nobody forcing you to use our music platform, to use our tour dates platform, to use our our commerce platform. And in fact, if if we don't have an official integration in our control panel, because like you can choose the Bandcamp feature or the Bands in Town feature, for example, if we don't have an integration with the platform you're using, we have an HTML feature. So you can, if whatever you're using is embeddable with HTML, yeah, just drop the code in. Just drop the code in, and, and it's going to work on on your website. Like a lot of our members use Mailchimp. There's just there's a lot more functionality through Mailchimp for mailing list stuff, which is fine. And we're working on ours, and we can get into that. But you know, if you just want to collect emails. Uh, through Banzoogle and pour those over to Mailchimp, or add the Mailchimp HTML to collect yeah. emails directly to Mailchimp. That's cool. Like, you I know, get it. we will absolutely Mailchimp, allow you. You know, yeah, but I, I was using Mailchimp before I discovered Banzoogle, and you know, and that could be one of the reasons. Um, tell me a little bit about design because I'm a big believer that you should be able to look at a website or an image and hear the music just by kind of seeing the vibe and stuff. And I kind of noticed when I look through all of the various templates that you have, and there's a lot of them, that there's some that kind of like, I built one for a jazz artist, right? Through through Banzoogle. And there's some that could be used maybe more for EDM or, and I would imagine that's done by design, no pun intended. Talk about your designs that you have. Yeah, so we've got, a, I would say a core of, many dozens, I don't know what the exact number is, but many dozens of templates. Again, you can start with a completely blank canvas but we have these preset templates out of the box that our lead designer designs with font choices color choices um and they look amazing and you can absolutely use those and they're going to look great or you can choose them and like tinker a little bit with the layout of course or you know some of the colors but we also and this is another you know process that you know, it's probably unique to Banzoogle in terms of like versus generic platforms where like we have a huge genres list. And so if you want to see our templates in the context of a jazz artist or a DJ or a beat producer, then you just click on that genre list and, and there's all different designs for those genres. So you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of different design styles that you can get inspired either use or get inspired by in the context of, you know, your own genre. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of, of work that goes into, you know, we use some stock imagery, of course, but like it, it's a lot of work goes into making sure that it's coming across as genuine and it's not just like you know the yeah. same person yeah. holding a guitar upside down and like fake smiling at the you know like there's some stock imagery that's just so clearly stock imagery but and we use some member imagery as well of course but yeah so you can always put and you can always but that's all customizable right if somebody if it doesn't totally fit your brand you can yeah yeah so we have like a, this color picker palette thing it's the technical term and <laughs> um you can save you can save up to um 12 different colors unique colors yeah um and you can enter in your own hex codes for that or you can like pick them from like a dropper and, and and then reapply them to your site. So you can, you know, we don't recommend artists put 12 different colors in their website unless you're doing like children's music. But like, if you have like three core colors, three or four core colors that are from your album cover, that's a very simple way to make sure that your website is branded yeah. in the same way as, as your album cover or your imagery, because you can just 
choose those colors and then apply them to the buttons, the link colors or whatever, and just makes it look more cohesive. So we, gotcha. so it's absolutely all customizable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, we could talk to you all day long and I, I hope you'll come back on again soon and, and talk with us because we're just getting warmed up, but um, tell our audience, where can they find the blog? Where can they learn more about Banzoogle? Where can they just try it, uh, you know, for free for a, a, a month and, and see what, how it works? Yeah, just go to Banzoogle.com, use the Music Biz Weekly promo code, and you'll get... All uh, one word. All one word. <laughs> you'll, get, uh, <laughs> you'll get 15% off uh, the first year of any, if you upgrade to any of the paid plans, you get 15% off the first year. But you try it free for 30 days. Uh, talk to our support team, try the different templates. If you need more time, you can ask the support team for more time. It's fine. Um, but you can really get in there and 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 try out the platform and and experience like the support team and how helpful they are. And and if you upgrade and you have that promo code, you save 15% off the first year. And you go to the Banzuka website, our blog is one of the main pages. And uh, we've got some of our core content along the sidebar, um, our most popular content. But like I said, we update it uh, twice a week. So definitely check that out. Thank you guys. It's always great to talk to you guys. We need to do this. Always great often, talking with on the you podcast too. or just in life, yeah. but it's always great to talk, see you like guys. Like I said, you know, not only are we, you know, the hair club president, we're, we're actually clients yep. of, uh, yeah, exactly. we use Banzoogle. And so, and I speak to people all the time, you know, so I'm kind of that advocate out there going, look, if you want to do something easy, yeah, you can customize all that stuff or not, <laughs> you know, you can, you can get going in a short period of time. Anyway, Dave, always a pleasure, man. Keep in touch. Appreciate Thank it. you, Thanks, Dave. Guys. Appreciate you. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a one. It's always good catching up with Dave at, uh, at Banzoogle. Yeah, you know, I, I think the, the, the great thing about Banzoogle is you don't have to be a, a coder per se. No. And I think that's what scares a lot of people off from. Yeah, from I agree. I don't web, think you websites. need to be tech savvy, you know, with a you lot really of these, don't. some of the other platforms, you you, don't, you may not need to know code, but you need to be a little bit savvy in, in technology. And, and the thing about musicians, I'm not saying they're not technology savvy. A lot of them are. They just don't have a lot of time. They're writing, recording, socials, you know, I mean, tour, all that stuff. And they need a solution that's going to be drag and drop. And, and that's what we got here. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you take advantage of their, their revenue features, you know, it's all commission free, you know, commission free crowdfunding. You can do a crowdfunding through your own website on Banzoogle and they don't take a commission. Nobody does that. Fan subscriptions, selling music, you know, you name it. Um, as I said at the beginning of the show, go look at what you might be paying in commissions it elsewhere. Up. It, yeah. it can add up and you might see it and go, holy crap, I just spent or not spent because you never lost, had the money yeah. to begin with. I just I didn't see four hundred dollars a month in various commissions through. Yeah, and then look at that annually. It, it becomes a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's again, that can be as we joke, that could be the difference between sleeping in a hotel or sleeping in a van. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can keep right. all of your all of your sales. That's yeah. just. That's big. Yeah. Nobody does that. Nobody's giving you a hundred percent of your sales. Yeah. So check it and, out. And you know, and yeah, you gotta you gotta pay a, a a subscription for the website, but you know, you use the Music Biz Weekly promo code, and you're gonna save fifteen percent off that that subscription. So yeah, you know, we know my, yeah. my, most artists are not 
banks and they've got to watch every penny they spend or Absolutely. they should be. Let's put it that way. 100%. So check out Banzoogle. Yeah, um, big fans. Big, big, big fans. Big fans for sure. Um, all right. So um, here, head over to the Bands in Town artist community, everybody, at bandsintown.musicbizweekly.com. And let us know. Have you been a Banzoogle customer? What do you, what I'd do you, love to see what do you like? sites that you built? You know, I've built yeah. six of them. You know, I'd like to see what people are doing with it. It doesn't have to be just your band uh, website. I use one for my business. And are there any feature requests? Because we'll, you know, if you start posting some of your feature requests on the artist community at Bands in Town, we'll make sure Dave knows about them and get them added into their their queue of project ideas to maybe pursue. Um, but that's it. Huge shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypePod and Bands in Town. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and DiscMakers.com. That's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. And industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.